This is our culture frame. Welcome back once again on our culture frame with Abby and Danielle. Episode we're talking about the new film Aladdin. So the 2019 version of the film. And so it had Will Smith and some other folks. Um, but I personally have not seen the film, so I will be essentially the facilitator and moderator, and I'm going to be asking Abby questions, and she's going to be giving us her take on the film and some of the things people have talked about uh, in relation to the film and things like that. So let's start off. Um, we're going to just talk just about the basis of the film go (laughs) so i think one of before i talk about the basis one of the favorite things i like about the film well not one of the favorite things one of the things that makes the film interesting is because it had dj khaled okay anyways (laughs) you didn't want me to a whole new world. I'm That's sorry. Super rude. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> it, you know, as the uh, genie sang a couple of songs, and DJ Khaled came on, and Will Smith also did a rap, and he also danced, and he also, you know, taught the young dude Aladdin, the main character, how to dance with his magic powers. So back to the um, um, synopsis, I mean, a lot of people have seen Aladdin. I feel like y'all probably know more about this film than I do currently because I haven't seen the old one. I'm sorry. I know that's like a film. Yeah, that's a film scene. Like, how dare I, you know? So Danielle, have you seen the old one? Yes! How have you messed it? I'm just, I am appalled right now. I am appalled. That is a classic. Okay. Okay. Sure. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we can feed off of each other. You can talk about the old one. I'll talk about the new one. Um, so it's the same storyline. You know, there's this kid, Aladdin. He's a street rat. Me, so he's like a uh, thug or a scum, low-class dude. He happens upon some kind of way in the cave because he had to help out the bad guy because he wanted to be with Princess Jasmine. So he went to help the bad guy get the genie from a cave. And that's how he met with the genie, who is like this really funny person, but who has been entrapped in the lamp since like forever. So the genie is a nice person, but he also doesn't have a life of his own. The only thing he does is to serve. So basically, Aladdin is about Aladdin himself, um, Princess Jasmine, and the genie, and Princess Jasmine's servant, and how their lives intersect. So it's really colorful as a Disney movie, um, as you would expect. has all the colors. Um, The genie is played by Will Smith, which made a lot of people angry. Um, okay, let me backtrack on that. It did make a lot of people angry, but people kept comparing Will Smith's performance and his singing to um, the previous actor who played it. And he's a comedian. His name is Escapian Me right now. 
Robin Williams. Thank you. Very great person. I know he did an excellent job because he was also very funny um, when he was alive. Um, but I felt like, so that's kind of like the summary. Um, my summaries are pretty brief. But one of the things that kind of wrecked me, um, and as a friend of mine told me, the internet also blew up. You know, because people kept saying, Will Smith can't sing, Will Smith can't do this, Will Smith can't do that. Now, I'm not like head over heels with like, oh my God, Will Smith played a role. That's really not my point. But the fact that why, I mean, okay, I get it as classic and people would always compare, but I feel like we should see the film for what it is now and the nuance that came into it. I think they had, they really tried hard to make it feel brown <laughs> and I just made that up by brown they try to use a lot of people of color because you know it's based in a place in which if you uh, look at the context <laughs> people of color should be from there so it makes sense that you know people of color should play these roles so um, I feel like in from that uh, perspective we should appreciate what this new um, talent brought into the film right um so doing that comparison i felt like got on my nerves right and it's again i wasn't head over heels with will smith's performance i think he did his best i think it was funny i think it was i took it for yeah it's an entertaining film right and i was i felt entertained um so another thing i wanted to add oh i'm trying to remember so what i'm trying to remember danielle with the old Aladdin, how well would you say they did with representation? Because this time around, um, most a lot the, the main characters, you know, that they used were definitely um, people of color. Well, I mean, with the old Aladdin, um, the thing about that one was that um, it was voice. Right. Okay. And so with with Robin Williams, of course, being the genie, um, you know, that's sort of one striker. And that and that's sort of the main central one of the central characters as as Abby pointed out, is that the genie who uh, is a huge part of the the, the film and a huge part of the the narrative is a white actor, um, and so he's um, in this world and and playing. You're in it, the genie is blue, a um, little bit, you know, a little bit different. Um, but still, still, and yet you have that. Um, further, you, you see um, just just to think about it, just to throw it out there, to think about it. Um, you see sort of a, the, the skin, um, particularly considering uh, they're, they're, they're brown, right? But they are in both films, I would say, just based off of the, the posters and things like that, lighter brown. They're um, that that and, comes to, that's a good point, I'll come to that. Right. Okay. So I won't step on your toes for that. But in, right. <laughs> in the, the, the earlier 92 version, um, I don't necessarily think that they, they didn't 
I'm gonna just say they didn't pay as much um, attention to um, the the I guess representation in acting, um, partly because it was voice acted. Right, and I mean, so again, you can already. So when I saw Aladdin, I told Danielle it looked like it had the perfect measurement for good representation but it didn't fit well with me it's just like you know when you wear okay this is a bad description but when you wear your shoes that already stink and then you put in a lot of perfume just to make it smell nice so it just didn't put together like oh we're just trying to make it look really people of color but I it, it something that sit well with me, right? Um, so I would say you're right. Most of the actors are like very light skinned, um, but the parents like uh, Princess Jasmine, played by Naomi Grace Scott. Her mother was born in Uganda. Her mom, her mom is of Indian descent, and her father is British, right? And Aladdin is, is from Egypt, I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like the character. Um, Mena Masood I feel like I'm ruining his name he's Egyptian Arabic um, but he's from Canada right <laughs> so it seems like yeah we're gonna try it but we're gonna, I mean and that's fine with me but it felt like you know Disney also knows that they want to make money and they know that there's a certain audience or who are the persistent customers and they do want to push it overboard right so it was just like just okay it was like the perfect percentage of stuff which again was fine, um, and Will Smith. Will Smith's performance was good uh, because he is Will Smith, and he was funny. And I think there was that um, good connection between Blue Ale- uh, Blue Genie and the Black Genie, right? So the Blue Genie made a statement that in his um, what's it called? In his little sitting room in the lamp, he has limited space and he has to stay there for years before someone robs him and he gets to come out. So he's cramped and his only objective is to serve. And as a black genie, like when he translated into Will Smith, when we see him in the film, you can see also his objective is to serve Aladdin, right? And I mean, that just reminded me of like previously, you know, in films, in the 1950s and upwards when um, servants, black servants in films would like smile often, that was their role their role was to serve, was to serve their master and they were pleasant and they tried to be happy um, this time talk about Bojangles, uh, what's his full name Bill Bojangles, is it Bill Bojangles Daniel? Uh, Robinson Bill yeah. Bojangles um, um, and you know he would dance you know with in the littlest rebel he was dancing with this actress i don't know where i'm forgetting names but this little white actress uh, charlie temple yeah charlie temple does it sound right Mm -hmm. okay cheap i need to sleep anyways so he would entertain right and it was kind of that that same vibe that you see you know with will smith 
with the genie played by Smith was like, yeah, I'm going to laugh. I'm going to make you sing. I'm going to make you dance. I'm going to make you happy, but I'm still your servant. You know, and Aladdin is like, yo, because he's a street urchin, you know, and so he understands that and he's like, I'm going to free you. So the movie, of course, you know, it's like, also good for kids because it shows all this like moral values you have to be good don't look down on anybody help people out and that kind of stuff yeah they they kind of did that but again something doesn't sit well with me i felt like they weren't trying to push it too far they weren't trying to make it too much of a we're going to talk about all things brown people we're just going to make it right and they did that and it made some money the budget was 183 million dollars and in box office it made 817.8 million dollars so even though people complained about it they still went out to see it right and this reminds me of star wars so you can also see i feel like um a lesson was learned from star wars so um star wars the last jedi um stars (laughs) that's a good play on words that was the last year that I believe um, stars new characters that weren't like following the whole Star Wars way of doing things, right? I, I'm not a like deep Star Wars fan, but I know that Star Wars had John Boyega and Star Wars The Last Jedi had John Boyega and you know they tried to like make it politically relevant and people got mad. You know, they're like, why can't we just focus on what it's always been? We don't want to make everything political. I just want my little cute movie and I just want to be entertained and enjoy, right? So a lot of the studios are learning from that, especially with the classicals, that yeah, even if you want to make things um, politically relevant, make it politically relevant, but don't push it so hard, you know, so that fans don't flip. So yeah, that's that's like that's what I have to immediately say about that. I want to come back to this idea. Touch um, on it a little bit, um, but I thought it was an interesting um, concept. So in in thinking about a, a, some recently on. Um, a 1973 movie, I think it's 1973, Ganja and Hess, black exploitation film. Um, and in an article that I read about that film, it said that the, the director and cinematographer, um, they wanted to reposition the lights uh, when they were shooting because the, the, the actors, um, uh, it would be too dark, right? The actor's skin, um, you couldn't see him anymore or whatever. So the director or cinema, I think it was the director, um, said, let it go black. Like, let let, let it go black. Because that's, that's how it would look in real life. That's how, that, that's how it looks. And that's how I want to um, represent it on, on film. Um, and so I related that to what you said, um, saying, make it brown. They tried to make it brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's an interesting concept, particularly with what you bring up about um, Disney, because I mean, even even now we're thinking about Star Wars and um, and and the audience that they're trying to to reach, um, and and Disney being this this 
giant, this media giant, and what they're trying to do, what their ultimate are to go to make money. <laughs> right, right, exactly to make money. Um, but what does it mean that you can feel? some sort of sense of making it go brown what does it mean that you can feel that so what i mean by that and again we've run out of time but what i mean by that is i don't want to call this intuition but you can see it it's like someone is trying to be friends with you but not too much you know so it's just like a right portion so I mean, I feel like they could have stretched the whole when Will Smith, I keep saying Will Smith, when the genie says, oh, I live in this box and I feel like I'm a servant and I feel like a slave. I mean, I'm the one who's pushing that reading. They could have stretched that a little bit more, um, but they just said it's it. You know, they're like, okay, we're not going to push it. It's too hard. You either get it or you just think they're talking about the genie. You don't have to translated to the fact that when the genie becomes human he's actually black and that means something you know so it's like they start trying to make um trying to highlight some political and relevant stuff but they don't tease it out right so also um when we look at the community so like we know in cinema um when we want to know where places like in the opening shot of the film you know we get like maybe a white shot a long shot of where the film is located right um and when they do that in Aladdin I mean it's really beautiful it's whatever it's magical but we don't feel um the richness of where this thing is like most of the people that I can remember that I saw um were like very light-skinned brown people that's a very weird way of putting that but if you get what I mean so it was just like yeah you know there are these people who live in this magical kingdom and they're here and pretty and then there's this poor kid right we don't get to see like okay good example Black Panther and I know it's in Wakanda which is totally fictional um, but when you get an overview of Wakanda you see the beauty of the culture right you see dark skin people you see different blends you see what they eat um, you feel the sense of the vibrance of that community in Aladdin I did not feel the vibrance of this Arabian community right so even though Wakanda is not real we could still feel, feel the vibrance of african culture um but in aladdin i didn't feel the vibrance of whatever culture they were trying to allude to right so there wasn't so it's like they started but they don't tease it out they started but they're like yeah just enough we're just gonna keep this magical perfect let's pass this message and we did so i don't know if i was able to explain you know but yeah i think you brought up some good points um and so what we want to do uh i want to wrap up here so that we are conscious of time um but thank you abby for that perspective uh so giving us something to think about and again sorry you have very beautiful songs you know And 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 on the note of the songs, maybe don't think we don't have time. It's, it's too late. It's 
say <laughs> a whole new world, but that's not. Okay, now I'm done. All right, I just need to get that out because um, Aladdin in 1992, that was my jam. All right, so um, once again, thank you for uh, joining us and listening to this. Please comment, please give us feedback, send us voice messages, all of that. We want to hear from you and we want to get engaged with you in conversation as well. So this is our culture frame with Abby and Danielle. We'll talk with you soon. Join us next week.